Battle English at WeSpeakEnglish.com, where the pen is mightier and the language is the true battleground. There will be three rounds. Round one is critique combat. Round two is the grammar gauntlet. Round three is the lesson showdown. Remember, this is a fun, friendly, educational battle. Discussion of topics, questions, and answers is encouraged. And for everyone watching at home, you can learn more about Battle English at WeSpeakEnglish.com. Are you ready? In today's battle, we have Daniel, Thunder from Down Under, taking on Anna, the Avenger. The judges of today's battle are Kirill, the bearded linguist. And the second judge today is yours truly, Christopher Chris Americos. Grammar Gauntlet. Are you ready to start round two? In this round, we'll ask you questions about the English language. You'll have 10 seconds to think about your answer and give your response. Remember, this round is focused on accuracy and correctness. Try to use rule-based explanations. It's not what you say, but what you do that matters. Okay, so the person made a, a mistake in the abbreviation um, in between the T and the S. It should be, it is shortened um, to it, so you need that apostrophe. Um, otherwise, you get a possessive, such as the dog lost its phone. Awesome. Anything to add, Daniel? Yeah, I agree with Anna that uh, it's missing. There's a contraction at the beginning between T and S, should be the apostrophe there. And then um, it's not what you say, but it's what you do. You, you, you could repeat as well um, the pronoun there, but it's what you do um, that matters. So you, I think as an option, you could have that again in there. But what you do, that's what matters. Um, you could add that word as well if you wanted to. Um, that's what, but what you do, that's, that's what matters. You could have the apostrophe S as well as an option. Okay. Just a comment okay. again. Thank you very much. Okay, the second one. Let's try and get some sleep. Here, I think there should be no apostrophe S. It should be let's without the apostrophe S. Let's try and get some sleep. That's the only mistake I can see. Okay. Anna, you have anything? Um, yeah, uh, I might be messing it up, but I would leave the apostrophe. I think it's a contraction for let us get. So I think it's replacing the you and us. And maybe instead of and two, let's try to get some sleep to keep it in an, um, you know, an active verb in a present tense, not two things added together, keep it a correct flow. That was very succinct. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. All right, let's go to the next one. Okay, let's go to the next one. I wish I was taller so I could play basketball professionally. I think maybe I wish I were taller so I could play basketball uh, professionally. Final answer? Oh, yes, that's my final answer. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Daniel? To me, it looks okay. I wish I was taller so I could play basketball professionally. Gosh, it's a, I'm just thinking if it's were or was. I'm, I'm trying to remember here. It's I'm hard because that. whatever is the mistake gets used so much and then it eventually becomes the normal English, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can I have a shot here? Um, I'm going to say it's incorrect. 
I'm going with, I wish I were taller. Yeah, I think it's the correct version that we often hear. At least Sorry? if we go down, we're going down together. So you agree with yeah, Anna? Exactly. Yeah, I go with Anna. I agree. I, the correct way, I wish I were taller is the correct way. But a lot of people say it like this. Okay. Okay. So the next one. He should have went home before the party. I don't think there's any errors. Like, I don't want to correct something if I don't think it has an error, even if some dictionary is saying it is. And for me, I think this is correct English, that this should be seen as correct English. So, yeah, like, probably in some dictionary it says he should have gone home, but I don't think we do ourselves any favors when we correct stuff that is fine. So I'm going to say it's it's fine, but probably some dictionary says he should have gone home. Okay. Definitely incorrect. He should have gone home before the party is the correct form. Went is incorrect. Um, bad English, like Anna said, do people do say it? The very bad English. The reason I know, thanks to my mom and dad, they always corrected me. <laughs> my father would say, what did you say? What did you say? And he would correct <laughs> me on this. I'm going to think, keep this recording, Chris, so I can show my father. He'll be very proud. <laughs> You bet it's going to be posted everywhere. So, here you go. What's the next one? He and she are both doctors. I think it should say they are both doctors. That would be more correct. Final answer? Yeah, okay. that's my final answer. Okay, thank you very much, Daniel. Yeah, I totally agree with Anna. They are both doctors is the correct form. I would correct someone if they said this. If they said he and she, I'd say, why do you say they? Yeah. Okay, so you would both say that this is a mistake. Yeah, I think it's a mistake, just like Daniel. I think we both think it's a mistake. No, I wouldn't say it's incorrect because you're specifying that the, the doctors are male and female and you might need to know that. So it's not incorrect. It's correct. But there's two ways to say it. It's, it sounds a bit strange. You, you hear much more often they, but in this, this context, you might need to know that it's male or female. So it's correct. Are you sure? So you don't agree here. <laughs> Anna, you don't agree here? Uh, yeah, I guess we do not agree. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think that it is. <laughs> In my opinion, it's incorrect and it should be uh, they. Okay, I have a follow-up then. Would it be correct to say him and her are both doctors? I think that's even less correct. It's correct to say that as well. Uh, him and her are both doctors. If, if, if you're there in their presence, you say him and her. Uh, then now I'm, now I'm questioning myself. My final answer is it's correct. Him and her is correct. And he and she is correct. Anna, you said him and her is not correct, right? Can you explain in terms of grammar? In terms of grammar? Why yeah, it's sure. So for example, if you said him and her are both not um, doctors, you're not referring to the principal um, directly. Um, so him and her is good in a possessive sense, for example. Um, so she lost her bay or it was his fault. But if you're just referring to the principal, like he has a blue coat, he is a doctor, you should use he uh, instead of his and she instead of her and so forth. It might be a bit different with the they, them pronouns, but I have heard you just keep them all the same, always they and them. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Let's get to the next one. The key to the cabinets were missing. Okay. I can see that the, it shouldn't be in the past tense. The key to the cabinets are missing. I'd be thinking straight up. But now when I think yeah. about it, they were missing. It could be a past tense action, which now they've found them. 
So it could be correct. The key to the cabinets were missing. Um, you could use it in the simple and the past are both correct. Now on second thought. Okay. So Anna, you go. Yeah, I think there's a problem with uh, singular versus plural English um, here. So the key to the cabinets were missing is totally incorrect. It should be the key to the cabinets was missing or the keys to the cab. Pardon me. The key to the cabinet was missing or the keys to the cabinets were missing. So what would be correct is it's referencing multiple cabinets. Is it the same key that opens multiple cabinets? If so, then it should be the key to the cabinets was missing. But if you need two or more keys to access the cabinets that are referenced, then it should be the keys to the cabinets were missing. Okay, cool. Wow, I would, I would even say. Okay, thank you very much. Sarah is cooking a yogurt in the kitchen. I don't see any mistakes other than I don't know if you can cook yogurt. Like if cooking means you're like applying heat to it, at least maybe my cooking skills aren't up to it. But other than that, I don't see any mistakes. Daniel? Um, definitely a big mistake with the um, with the uh, yogurt. You've got to take that out. Sarah is cooking yogurt would be correct. You wouldn't say ah, uh, yogurt. And obviously, like Anna said, you never cook yogurt as well. It doesn't make sense. Uh, unless you're a strange person that likes cooking yogurt. <laughs> but, um, but, um, ah, but I'm trying to, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm trying to get the word for uh, the article, the article that, that it, sh it shouldn't be there. Sarah is cooking yogurt. If you cook yogurt and it's normal, it, sh it shouldn't have the article there. Ah, because okay. yogurt is uncountable. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you are treating yogurt as an uncountable noun? Yeah. Cool. Okay. So no more further comments from both contenders. Okay. That's good. So the next one. Did you eat already? It's very common, this question, that the correct form in the grammar book would say, did you already eat is the correct order of this phrase. Yeah. So, so, so it's incorrect, but you can hear this everywhere but just the already needs to be changing the position. Did you eat? Uh, did you already eat is the correct order. Okay, mm -hmm. final answer. Final answer. Yeah, I agree with Daniel that you see this everywhere. Did you eat already? You also see, did you eat yet? I think the correct would be, um, have you eaten? Because that puts the verb eat in the past tense and we're referring to a past tense of whether someone ate or not. So I think it should be, have you eaten? Have you eaten already? So you would put already at the end still. Oh yeah, definitely. Sorry, I was just saying the errors in the in the verb uh, conjugation tense. But yeah, have you eaten already? Daniel, any response to that? Yeah, I think um, it's definitely the incorrect order. Have you already eaten is the correct way using the present perfect. I totally agree. The correct way is to use the present perfect. Have you already eaten is the correct. Already at the end, have you eaten already is incorrect, even though a lot of people say that. The already should be, have you already eaten is the correct way. Any further rebuttal by Anna the Avenger? <laughs> no? Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. The next one. My cat stole my dog's toy. It's missing the apostrophe. Dogs is plural, but it wouldn't even be accurate if it was referring to plural here. It's incorrect. So it's, I'd say, my cat stole my dog apostrophe S. Toy. I agree with I agree with Anna. Um, it's possessive, the toy of the dog. So it should be dog's toy with apostrophe because of the possessive. 
yeah. My cat stole my dog's toy. That's what, yeah, just missing the apostrophe S, show the possession. Okay, so just to be clear, you're saying the same that Anna said, that it should be apostrophe S? Mm, yes, cool, that's it, yeah. All right. Okay. It, it would be okay to take it plural, but then you would need my cat stole the toy of the dogs. The toy of the dogs. Like if it's a singular toy belonging to multiple dogs. But yes, I think they're probably go more going for a singular dog, just going by it. So to say my cat stole my dog apostrophe S toy. But if it is referring to a singular toy belonging to multiple dogs, you could say my cat stole the toy of the dogs with no apostrophe, and that would be correct. As well. Okay, that's an interesting addition. Daniel, do you have... What's your take on that? Yeah, it's a common mistake. Let's say the, the toy possession. I always say the toy um, of the dog. It's a common mistake of my students. They say this instead of saying dog's toy with the, with the apostrophe. That's my take on that. So you think the alternative variation that she presented is not correct? It's yeah. not correct. Yeah, the alternative, what she said. All right. Okay. So the last one. I can't hardly wait for my vacation to start. I think it should be, I can hardly wait for my vacation to start. Um, I don't think it's correct as this. So again, what's the correction? I can hardly wait for my vacation to start. Mm -hmm. Okay. Daniel? I'm, I'm analyzing it here and I can't, I'm having trouble finding it. Or else I cannot wait for it to start. But if you want to just a simple, I can hardly wait for my vacation to start or I cannot wait. Like the easiest change I would make to make it a correct sentence would be, I can hardly wait for my vacation to start. So I would lose the apostrophe and the T that turns it into the abbreviated uh, negative, but, uh, or the conjunction in negative, but you could also go with, I cannot hardly wait for my vacation to start. Yeah, second glance and second thought, now I see. So the correct way, way would be, I can hardly wait uh, for my vacation to start is the correct form even though we hear it so it's confusing i can't hardly wait it's a bit of a brain twist this one <laughs> um, i thought originally looking at it it looked correct but then when anna was talking about it i realized okay it should be i can hardly wait but then it sounds wrong so i'm confused to be honest with you i can't hardly wait sounds really natural and very common so what's my final answer? You're all thinking. <laughs> so I'm going to go with I can hardly wait, which is my second thought, which, which doesn't seem right naturally, but I'm going, to, I'm going to go with I can hardly wait for my vacation. Okay. Anna also added in I cannot hardly wait. Would you accept that? For me, that's incorrect because you're putting two negatives there. You cannot hardly wait so i'd say that's incorrect i'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and start saying it's incorrect sorry anna all right well that's all of the questions and that's the end of round two now our judges will give their comments and award points how do you think round two went it went great, actually. Yeah, uh, some mistakes were pretty obvious, and uh, um, our contesters they found uh, they pointed out on these mistakes, and that was pretty good. Yeah, um, all questions uh, were pretty rich. I would say, yeah, it was very. There were a lot of information, and uh, sometimes they even uh trying to prove their point in terms of grammar that was also fine. And also, I found some things very funny because. Um, <laughs> 
in some ways, in some mistakes, they didn't uh, they didn't point out some mistakes that they kind of supposed to because they're native speakers. And uh, <laughs> the way that these mistakes are so embedded in the language right now, uh, so th th that makes it like even funnier uh, to look yeah. at that. And uh, uh, yeah. I'm glad uh, to... you picked up on that because that was me too. I really enjoyed this round and I thought um, it was really cool to kind of uncover what different people think about the same topic. And you, we were really pushing the buttons of like, is this right or not? <laughs> Sounds right, but I but it's probably not right. And the first question or the first sentence that they needed to analyze or correct was, it's not what you say, but what you do that matters. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Anna was uh, right there. So she found out the mistake and it was right. And it was very clear. And I can't, I can't add anything there. So it, yeah, it was, I also thought right. her answer was short, clear and precise. Mm -hmm. And I really liked how she answered. Mm -hmm. uh, Daniel's answer, I, I thought that it was a little confusing because he started including different variations of the sentence. I don't think that it really helped someone who was trying to learn or understand what the mistake was. I don't, I don't think it really helped. So maybe that was just answering second and he thought he needed to add something on, mm -hmm. but uh, it came across to me as Anna had a very clear answer and he didn't have one <laughs> or he, mm -hmm. he had an answer, but it wasn't as clear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was trying, he was trying to give as much uh, variations as possible, but that's not really correct in the sentence right so it, it's also useful but i don't think that uh yeah i don't think it's useful here so question number two was let's try and get some sleep yeah and uh, again anna just you know nailed it <laughs> that's what i wrote too so i was like anna nailed it yeah uh -huh. um, yeah daniel gave an incorrect response and so this one was just completely Anna. Uh, okay, question three was, I wish I was taller so I could play basketball professionally. So this was the funniest one, I guess, the funniest <laughs> one, uh, especially when we were talking about, it was uh, even more funny for me because in the first round, we were talking about uh, correctness of uh, of ain't, uh, ain't got, you know, all these uh, slang words and, uh, you know, the uh, double negation. And I think this is this uh, mistakes or so say uh, examples. They are on the same page because I wish I was. There is something that people don't use. They use it, right? But um, more often and often, people don't use it. The same <laughs> with double negation. People just you know people change it. I mean uh, the rules uh, are different here, and sometimes natives use this uh, sentence and this 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 particular grammar. So yeah, and it was very funny when he was very adamant about that it is wrong. And here, here he was struggling with the same mistake, and uh, I mean, which is yeah. in the same field. So this was pretty funny for me. It was funny that he was adamant that uh, the the double negation is wrong, like completely wrong. Uh -huh. uh, he was adamant about that, but here he was like, I don't know if it's wrong or it's not wrong. So it was kind of funny. But no, yeah, basically he said that uh, there are some cases when it's right and some are cases when it's wrong. Uh, that's uh, what he said. And yeah. Uh, and yeah. what I remember was that they both agreed that sometimes people say this, but it's mm -hmm. not correct. Mm -hmm. They both agreed on that point. And then Anna just gave a correct response with like no extra stuff, no fluff. And yeah. Daniel kind of struggled to get there. So I have to give this one to Anna again, too. 
Okay, right. he should have went home before the party. Uh, that was also very, very interesting because as a non-native, I always force myself to use participle two in this kind of sentences. So I always force myself and I look after myself uh, to use uh, this structure. And here in this case, they were like, uh, yeah, it, it seems to be right. I guess this is right. So at first they both struggled, but as far as I remember, then they found the mistake. That was interesting, right? Yeah, I just, yeah, I forgot. I guess Daniel found the mistake, right? First. I think so, yeah. So if I remember correctly, Anna started by saying that it's okay to say this mm -hmm. and it's a mistake. Daniel starts strong and says it's a mistake. He gives the correct answer. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. he gave like a personal story or an anecdote. And I thought that was really cool too, because it makes it easier for the students to, it makes them more memorable, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. This one goes to Daniel for sure. Yeah. Okay. And the next one was he and she are both doctors. Uh, uh, this one was, to me, this was the most entertaining <laughs> one. <laughs> Can you share your experience? Why do you think so? Uh, because for everybody who watched that, I would say that it's correct already. He and she are both doctors, two mm -hmm. subject pronouns. They immediately said that you should use they instead. So I can understand how they got there. Okay, probably in more situations, you would say they than he and she, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I wouldn't say that it's a mistake. Absolutely not. So at the beginning, they both said that it was uh, okay, right? Uh, they, 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 yeah, they, were, they said that this is not correct. Uh, Daniel said that they have to use they instead but then he said that if you need to specify to identify that it was male and female you have to use he and she and then they said that uh, this is uh correct in some uh in some cases and then we asked the the follow-up question about him and her right and that's where daniel gives the incorrect response saying that him and her is okay and i corrected that and said that this is not correct and she uh proved her point with the theoretical uh, basis so yeah right right and so like, I don't even know how to judge that one, you know? In this case, I think the follow-up question, uh, this is just, you know, the, we shouldn't value it in any, like evaluate uh, this answer. Okay. Uh, but the first one was uh, up to Anna, right? I would give this one to Daniel if we we're not considering the follow-up. I, I really can't give this to either of them, I think, uh -huh. because they both did something correct and they both did something incorrect. Yeah. That's kind of the way I look at yeah, it. Yeah, let's put it this way. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. If we if we count the follow-up, so let's just uh, make it tie again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Question number six was the key to the cabinets were missing. That was fun. Yeah, because Daniel also said that this is correct and he was adamant <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Anna nailed it. Yeah. And then my favorite part was like, she just nailed it and then smiled real big at the camera and then she was done <laughs> it was like yeah, i got it smile for the camera so i thought it was really cool i definitely have to give this give this one to anna yeah definitely yeah the the funny thing that i usually practice this with my students uh this mistake uh -huh. and yeah that was uh that was interesting you know and i always encourage them that that's fine it's fine that you don't know that that's fine that you that's uh, uh that sometimes you uh, uh sometimes you make mistakes because yeah it's pretty complicated and now i have a basis i have a proof 
that non-natives non <laughs> make mistakes here. So yeah, Sarah is cooking a yogurt in the kitchen and they both told that you can't cook a yogurt. <laughs> right, right. Which is important because like, you know, I, I made that question. I was really hoping that someone would say that uh, mm -hmm. because it's not always about a mistake with spelling or, yeah. or grammar or something. Sometimes it's just a mistake with choosing the wrong word. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, as far as I remember, Daniel said something about article that it's not right here. So cooking yogurt. Uh, but as far as I know, uh, you can say cooking a yogurt if you mean just one one thing, right? One one piece of yogurt. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So Daniel said that yogurt should be uncountable. Yeah. And that's right. So I would disagree with that. Like mm -hmm. that's the point where I had to give this one to Anna. Uh -huh. when he said that because to me, if you say a yogurt, it just means that it's yogurt in a container. Right. And usually you talk about yogurt in a container. Like if we're just talking about yogurt in general in the world, it's uncountable. I agree. Right. But I think like it's the same as water, right? You yeah. go to a restaurant and you can ask for a water mm -hmm. and they're going to bring you a bottle, a cup, a glass. And mm -hmm. You're talking about the container by by making it countable, and I think it happens all right. the time. So I so I don't think it's right to just blanket mm -hmm. say that sure. yogurt's uncountable. <laughs> yeah, I recently read the article about beer the same way, like how beer mm -hmm. uh, became countable. Uh, beer generally it's uncountable, but when you go to the bar, you can say, "Give me two beers." Yeah, That's or just a beer. Just give me mm -hmm. a beer. I want a right. beer. Mm -hmm. We say that all the time. Yeah. So the next one, uh, hey, did you eat already? I remember that uh, Anna uh, told that the tense is wrong here. Like you need to use, have you eaten already uh, instead? Uh, right. But again, as far as I know, as far as I heard, uh, according to the rules, yeah, sure. When you use already, you need to use present perfect. But again, in the normal conversation, in the usual conversation, uh, people use both of them. They are like interchangeable. Not words, the, the, the tenses in this case. Did ah. you eat already? Have you eaten already? True. I would say that in conversational English, yeah. Uh, to me, present perfect is more correct. Mm. And I think that the first response Daniel gave was just incorrect. And Anna came in and said, okay, what about present perfect? Then Daniel agreed with her. But then he also presented like an alternative word order. Oh, well, if it's present perfect, you have to put already over here. Right. And he kind of got confused there and gave another incorrect response, I felt. And so I have to give this one to Anna. And I was really not upset, but surprised that nobody changed the word already to yet. Uh -huh. Because in the question formation, like if you go by the textbooks, right? In a question form, you're supposed to have yet, not already. Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what I was looking for with that question. Again, this is uh, uh, this is very prescriptive. If we look right. at the descriptive uh, way of using it, yeah, conversational English, they don't, uh, you know, separate. I mean, they don't uh, differ it anymore. I mean, in some cases, there is a crucial uh, difference in usage of these words, but here it's not really important. Oh yeah, you know, I get confused sometimes when people use yet because mm -hmm. in some places that I've been, like in Pennsylvania, there were people mm -hmm. who who use yet like still mm -hmm. and they'll be like we're eating yet <laughs> and to me that's that doesn't sound right mm -hmm. and i would say we're still eating we're eating still 
And, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree that in these kinds of questions, like, did you eat already? People could say, did you eat yet? And it would, mm-hmm. or have you eaten yet? Or have you eaten already? People would say all those things, but I think the most correct is have you eaten yet? Mm. Okay. According to the rules, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I have to give this. Yeah, to so Anna. yeah, here we get. So we 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 have to give the point to Anna because she was more correct here, and she didn't give any wrong answers. Yeah. So the next one is my cat stole my dog's toy. Man, and... I was disappointed on this one too. <laughs> <laughs> why were you disappointed? The apostrophe. Like, why didn't anybody talk about putting the apostrophe after the s, mm. so that we keep the word dogs plural and we can keep possessive? You know, but. Like they solved it in their in a different way. Um, that's I expected them to go straight to that, you know. Yeah, you know it, it's very diverse. Here we can use a lot of things. Uh, they said that they won't make uh, dogs uh, plural. I mean, dogs uh, with the apostrophe after, uh, because in this case they have to uh, put s to the word toys. So yeah. because dogs toys, but uh, it's not. It's 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 not necessary because uh, it can be one toy which is belong to to uh, to all dogs. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of you know it depends on the context. But uh, uh, pretty much uh, they answered the question. They uh, solved it differently, but anyway, they both were right as far as I remember. You know, Anna also introduced the example of of the dog, mm-hmm. the toy of the dog, and. Daniel said that he felt that that wasn't right. For that reason, I'm going to have to give it to Daniel, this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. question number 10 was, I can't hardly wait for my vacation to start. Daniel said that he can't find the mistake. Yeah. But, but I don't remember if Anna found it. Yeah, Anna started by giving a correct response. And uh-huh. she's just like, it should be can hardly wait. And she just uh-huh. left it at that from the beginning. So that was real strong. Daniel started by saying he couldn't find a mistake, but then uh, Anna also adds in that it's okay to say, I cannot hardly wait (laughs) and says that that's okay. And Daniel says, you know, even though it's a common phrase, can't hardly wait. Mm -hmm. He says he doesn't think cannot hardly wait is right. He's kind of struggling to explain why. Overall, Mm -hmm. though, I feel like Anna saying that it's okay to say you cannot uh, hardly wait, mm-hmm. like double negative there, that that was wrong. And so I have to give this one to Daniel. Yeah, agree. Okay, so let's count the points for round two. I've decided to award four points to Anna for this round because she just rocked it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, really, it was it was a tight battle on some questions but on others she just blew away the competition so i have to give four points to anna one point to daniel daniel had some good responses uh but anna just shined in this round i agree that anna's answers were much better i like them very very much 
Uh, and yeah, they were more precise and they were more correct uh, to many points. And uh, I guess she was more confident in uh, terms of grammar, in terms of rules. And that's what uh, bought me. <laughs> yeah, I liked very much. So I would like to give Anna three points and two points to Daniel, because uh, in some mm, questions, he was also uh, very clear and he was confident in correcting some mistakes. Yeah, so I think that three points to Anna, two points to uh, Daniel for this round. So that's round two. Stay tuned for round three. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss the next round and our future battles. Click subscribe now. Battle English at WeSpeakEnglish.com. Do you agree with the judge's decision? Write a comment under this video and tell us your opinion. Learn more about Battle English at WeSpeakEnglish.com.